Welcome to CBS Soap Dish Recap, a podcast about your favorite CBS soaps. Each week, we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the previous week of The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful. Now, here's your hosts. Hey, Keish. Hey, can you hear me okay? Yep, I can hear you. Okay. I'll... All right, let me go ahead and go ahead. What you just gonna say? Oh, no, I was going to say I have my earbuds and I have no clue where they are now, but I'm driving so I can't. Uh oh. Look around, but I wanted to make sure that it, it oh, didn't sound okay. like muffled or if the background noise was too. Nope, you're loud. good. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me bring over the uh, YouTube side, okay? Hello. Okay, we are live. Hey, Bree. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday. How art thou do it? I'm okay. I was rewatching the episode of, of YNR, and I was sending you saw the pictures in the group chat. These wigs, oh lord. Oh my goodness, girl. Honestly, I, I couldn't even tell she had a wig. You said something. <laughs> it was a whole character in itself. It, but <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> that is hilarious. Y'all funny. <laughs> hey, you guys in the chat. Y'all been waiting. I am sorry. I got peoples in my house. I've been busy. I was off today, but I also had some running around to do. And I got two old grown folks in my house. And my house was nothing like it was prior to last week. So. <laughs> is that time of year? Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. But it's cool and nice to have everybody home. Yes, you guys. Merry Christmas. I see it all in the chat. Everybody's getting their Christmas weekend started. Yep. 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 So. A uh, pretty interesting week. I mean, bold. I, I knew it was going to be a Christmas miracle type thing. So, yeah, well, it's good for good for them, I guess. Yep, good for them. All right, so let's go ahead and get this started. Welcome, you guys, to CBS Soap Dish Recap, where Keisha, Bree, and I will be recapping both The Young and the Restless. And the bold and the beautiful for the week of 1218 through 1222, 2023. And um, what we do is we do the young and the restless first. Then we do the bold and the beautiful in the second half of the show. And then we have two segments flipping the script. If there's a particular scene or a storyline that you wish that you could change, that's where we flip the script. And then who's taking some seats? 
somebody got on your nerves, they doing too much, they need to go sit down somewhere, and then that's our segment for that one, okay? Y'all ready to get started? Oh, yes. There's a, there's a couple of people in my seats today. I heard you, <laughs> girl. All right. So let me do the summary for The Young and the Restless, and then we'll go ahead and break down the storyline. So... For the week of December 18th through the 22nd, Young and the Restless, Jordan stalks Nikki at the ranch, and Cole and Victoria get confirmation that Claire is their daughter. Uh, disguised, Jordan sneaks into Claire's room. Victor seems suspicious of Nikki, and Jack learns Kyle been spying on Tucker. The Abbots trim the Christmas tree. Summer tells Phyllis not to take Tucker's job offer, and Tucker tried to manipulate Devon. Jordan kidnaps Claire, and Nate catches Nikki drinking and confronts her before telling Victor what he saw. And hold on. Uh, it's Christmas Eve in Genoa City, and Michael and Lauren decide to renew their vows while Tucker lets, I mean, while Devon lets Tucker visit Dominic. All right, where y'all want to start? Ugh. Goodness gracious. I guess we could. What was the short storyline for the week? I guess it was Christine, Danny, and, and Phyllis, right? Yeah. I'm... Okay. Go ahead and give your two cents on that, girl. Look at that. Jenna said, I'm sick of Danny and Christine already. Uh, yeah, that you and me both, Jenna. I, and the thing is, I don't mind them. It's just, it's not something I care to be invested in. Um, only because we just we've seen it done so many times. I mean, I will say it um, it keeps Phyllis distracted from out of trouble somewhat. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw a little bit of what happened this week, but I I don't know. It, it's it's okay, I guess. It's just these wigs on Christine this week. That was the only thing that was really bothersome to me. <laughs> I didn't even realize she had a wig on, unless I was how plant, plant, mm. well. You know what I watched the day ahead version on the internet all the time instead of the full one on television. Maybe if I saw it on TV, I probably would have spotted it. But I really couldn't tell watching on my on my laptop. <laughs> I couldn't tell either. I, what'd you say, Keish? Keish, what'd you say? I was saying I, I didn't realize she had a wig on either. <laughs> Yeah, I put it in the group chat. It was it was very obvious. And the thing is, like the soaps, sometimes they'll have like the hair, makeup, and stuff together. I know it's like it's a very small thing, but like it was very obvious to me. It was the most. It was the distracting part. I, I'm trying to even remember what they were even talking about. I think they were just like fighting back and forth. Well, Phyllis and, and Cricket were, you know, playing nice, nasty. I guess, but. That's pretty much it. I remember with them. It was a cute family moment. Yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I kind of, I felt sorry for Phyllis because she's trying just too hard. She's trying to get Danny. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, how she was yeah. acting at the Christmas dinner at um, Daniel's house and they throwing shots about old stories. And I mean, Danny knows that he is truly interested in cricket. Just go ahead and tell Phyllis, like, look, I mean, I mean, I, yes, she saw them kiss. That should have been enough. But it's like, 
Danny needs to be like, look, I don't want to, you know, rain on your parade. You're doing better and you're trying to straighten your life, but I'm not interested. Yeah. I, I, something's got to give with that. Plus, they were like arm in arm at the at Danny's at, at Daniel's house, and I don't know. T's just not the right man for her. And I think she knows that, but maybe this is just you know something to pass by for Borden. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I honestly, when Tucker was alone in the lounge today, and um, Christine—I mean Christine Phyllis was down there. I'm like, just go ahead and put them two together. I'm right? Thinking, yeah, I, but the problem is is that Tucker is shady and she'll have an issue with her family, you know, with Daniel and and um Summer, because Summer already said, you know, if you deal with Tucker, I will never trust you again. They might have to kind of circle back to it. Same way they had to circle back for Jack and Diane to be together. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like they, know, I think the writers should know that these two characters have some chemistry. At least the actors have really great on-screen chemistry. And they're single. And, and well, I guess Tucker's so, somewhat single. He's moving single for sure. Right. Um, <laughs> but, I mean... Just put them together. I don't see what the issue is. And plus, I mean, it's not like Phyllis hasn't chosen herself over her kids before. Right. What do you think, Keish? Uh-oh, we lost Keish. She must have went into a bad spot. She's driving to see her dad. Oh. So she wanted to be on the call while we were, you know, while she was driving. Because when you're on the phone, it, it does help kill the time. <laughs> Yeah, I I understand. Hopefully she's hopefully she's okay and she'll pop back on. Okay. Well, here's my thing with Phyllis. It just it just looks pathetic to me. And even with the Friday preview, and I'm sorry guys, I didn't get a chance to do the hot early spoilers for next week cuz um I knew about this promo, but it's just been nonstop since both of my adult kids are here. So we were out to dinner last night and then we were up going this morning, so I apologize. I said I'll, you know, plead on the mercy of my fans in the chat uh, today <laughs> because I didn't even get a chance to do the recaps today. And, you know, so I said, at least I'm going to do this podcast. I told them y'all got to get out. Y'all go see y'all friends that y'all have been seen in a while. And I got to do my podcast. <laughs> well, it's OK. Like, it, I feel like we talk quite a bit like on the podcast so mm-hmm. if anyone missed friday's episode we'll we'll catch you guys up and we'll laugh and you know laugh with these characters as we usually do <laughs> yeah yeah i'm pretty you know i'm on here pretty often i know folks come in and out on the friday thing because they got stuff to do so y'all got to give me a reprieve today please it's christmas weekend <laughs> <laughs> it's a holiday spirit it's the holiday spirit yes Yes, yes, yes. And when you got one come in from Kentucky and the other one come in from Minnesota, yeah. Oh wow, that yeah. must have been a. Is it raining there? Or not raining. Is it snowing up there? No, it's girls fifty degrees and wet outside. Oh wow, it's not too shabby. It could be worse. Very. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember. I haven't seen snow in almost like. Yeah, about 15 years. Yeah, yeah. So it's been a long time. But getting back to Phyllis, I think if they could clean up Tucker a little bit. Because I even like, oh, she said she's stopping for gas. 
She'll get back on after she get gas. Did you hear me, Bree? Oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my mic on. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> All right. Um, in regards to Phyllis, they clean up Tucker a little bit and maybe, I don't know, give them, because that whole scene, like I said, in the pre Friday, I was, that's what I was about to say with that Friday preview. She's mm -hmm. forcing a kiss on Danny. Did you see his face? Yeah, but I mean, he could stop her, but it's like, you know, it's like, girl, no, it's not a good look. You think this man likes the attention a little bit? I mean, yeah, but it's going to blow up in his face. I don't think it matters to him. I think it's it's I think he likes the fact these two women are giving him that that bit of attention. He has Christine who I guess she didn't went ahead and forgot completely about Paul. She was had no problem being arm in arm with uh, with Danny. So she's moved on. So he got his long lost love back and he has Phyllis who has that bad girl energy and she's all over him. So I think he likes it, but I think like like you were saying he he's going to get himself in trouble or push it too far. With poor cricket, but you know, I mean, yeah. she needs to get. She needs. She has a whole husband while she's playing. Yeah, Jenna says I think this is more demeaning to her character, and she says she's sick of Josh Griffith doing this to her. You mean Emmy winning Josh Griffith, Jenna? Get give him his 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 credit. He's girl, an Emmy winning. Listen, <laughs> and I shouldn't say it like that. I. I, I, but that that was mm -mm. shocking. But, mm -mm. <laughs> nope. No, I, I don't. I mean, he got an award. We ain't gonna take that away from him. Yeah. You know? But it's just like give some. I mean, she's just. I felt sorry for her. Now, granted, she did a lot of crazy stuff this year. So maybe this is her coal in the stocking. I guess this this Christmas, and she did do some things to. Her kids playing dead and all that. And yeah, they got over it. But now, you know, even if with some are going over to figure out what's going on with the Newmans, it left her out in the cold. Everybody is spinning. Cricket is upstairs with Danny or wherever, his apartment. And everybody else is with everybody else. And she's just like, okay, what do I do with myself now? And boom, running to Tucker McCall. I mean, they both would deserve each other. And it thinks I can't really feel bad for Phyllis because this is the same woman who had no problem with her her kids grieving over her. That is and true. she and she went to the funeral and watched everyone grieve over her. And then on top of that, she had a saving grace because she could have been in jail. That is true. So I mean, if she needs like a complete reset and everyone does their thing for the year, then next year come back, it might be different. So I, I don't feel bad for her. I think she should be grateful that she's outside of, you know, and enjoying society versus but being behind bars. Yep. Yeah. I understand. I mean, because she did some vibe. Remember all of the things I had to say about her since last year. Mm -hmm. I, every podcast or video recap that, you know, Phyllis was doing her dirty deeds over the past, you know, year or so. I had my say, so I totally get where you're coming from. I don't know. It's just in this moment, you know, it's just like, man, ooh. Yeah, but I mean, 
I feel Phyllis, Phyllis is the type she'll always have a man, even if it's a piece of a man, even if she's a side chick for a man. She's she's not she's not going to be completely alone. But I don't like the way that they're writing her, like you're saying, mm. where she is begging and pleading. I just don't like my strong-willed, feisty characters pleading i didn't like it with bill i don't i didn't like it with tucker when he was doing it for ashley it's like no and and that was the other thing i was going to say i don't want tucker's character to change i don't want his character to be i don't don't clean him up at all he's perfect the way he is same way same way sheila's perfect the way she is some characters are just set in and they're you cannot replicate them and and you know there they are who they are same with Quinn it's just he's just one of those characters where you just do not touch and let him be who he is and the actor portraying him is really allowing us to see that the dimensions of this character um but that's just me personally I don't want him to change at all well I mean and that and, hey I like Tucker too the guy is hilarious I mean some he rocked those scenes Trevor St. John the thing is is that when where do you take these villains to a certain point? Because they end up getting rolled into a corner. Devon doesn't want to have anything to do with him. You know, the Abbots are pretty much trying to decimate him. We really haven't seen him in the whole realm of the Newmans lately. I mean, Audra's got her toe in the water over there. So it's like, where do you take the character except him imploding and getting revenge at everybody? You know what I mean? And I and, that's a storyline in itself. But I mean, who does he get with? He just keeps sleeping with Audra? Or do he put him with a, a substantial romance, maybe with Phyllis? But the problem is if Phyllis get with him, she's gonna lose her family. Yeah. I, I feel and it, that might actually be kind of kind of hot and sexy in a way where she's like playing with danger she'll you know showcase that she's one way and then do something hot sexy steamy with tucker i don't know that could work only way i think that could work brie if they sneak around it'll be fun Mm -hmm. for us to watch yeah you know nobody knows in general city of their you know their hot affair and you know they sneak up to the gcac and do their thing and you know, just like he's been doing with Audra. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And her kids don't know nothing. She's just walking around town with a smile on her face. Exactly. It it, it would be true to Phyllis's form, like that. It would be. It it makes sense for them both. But I need for her to stop with this bag and anything. I don't see how Danny is even in her eyesight. Like why? That that's you know he's not your type. You've had a great repertoire of men. That Nick was at the top of that list. (laughs) No offense to Danny, but I'm like, there's you know the types of men you can you can get. You don't have to you know fight over Christine's side piece because she still married herself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know so. Oh yeah, I'm 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 just not interested in it. You yeah. know, there's some some triangles that you'd be like, man, ooh, you know, but this one I'm just not. It's like they're trying to revive something from 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. 
and like and you it, say, Christine is still married. She's still married. She barely mentioned Paul. We don't even know if she's filed for divorce. There's no mention of Paul at all. And this is also part of his family. Heather's his daughter. He has his whole granddaughter there. And no thought of Paul and yep. that whole scene with all of them. But yeah. like Jenna said, Phyllis can do way better than Danny. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Even if, I mean, have Cole. I mean, I don't know what the connection Cole. that they had in the past. Something. He's no different from Danny. <laughs> in my but I mean, opinion. you got to put somebody around her age group. And there's, besides Tucker, he's probably the only other guy around her age group that's, you know. Well, I mean, she's she was with Billy. And he was about, he was way younger than her. Yeah, but that was when they had Gina, Gina. Tony on there. So it wouldn't be too, too far off. I just, I just want someone to kind of match her energy. That's why, like, I, as much as I keep saying, like, her and Bill would be perfection. But we have to, I have to worry about what's on YNR. And I think Tucker would also be great for her. Um, but I, I just don't want the writers to clean them up. I want them to be a hot mess. Yeah. And, and it'll be like much a fun, interesting storyline. But <laughs> Jasmine said Phyllis should have gone to jail. <laughs> <laughs> like Lily did. Very good point. Uh, that would have gone a long way for redemption instead of her pathetic slinking around like a wounded puppy. Enough already. Oh my gosh. She's right. Did you see Cece's comment? Cece says Dusty Danny. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I mean, they're not feeling this guy. It's one thing if he comes back, like he came back for the the 35th anniversary, I mean, the 50th anniversary back early this year, or, you know, when they were bringing people on, and then they, you know, they leave, right? Mm-hmm. But to have him as an ongoing character where Phyllis and Cricket is fighting over him, and they're being petty with each other, it's just, it's just too high school for me. And these that, women are in their 50s. Yeah, and they look fantastic. Okay. I, I, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with Danny. I just, he just, me personally, I just wouldn't be, you know, going toe-to-toe with Christine and her wig for personally speaking. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason that, this, that Phyllis needs to be playing high school games with, 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 with cricket. Yeah. And she had her arm all wrapped up into him. I'm yes. Really and perfect. leaning into his shoulder. And, it, she, and I'm like, you're a whole married woman. I'm like, what is Heather thinking about this? Girl, she ain't saying she got her nose sniffing up his son's butt. But she, that's her actual husband. Yeah. She <laughs> wants want the son back. She don't care. That girl is glad that Lily is nowhere in sight. And that she can sit up there with Lucy and Daniel and hang out. She don't care nothing about them, girl. <laughs> I mean, good good for them, I guess. But I'm like, if I were Heather, I'd be a little bit upset. Because it's one thing for Heather to try to make things work with her own husband. But it's like my, my dad's soon-to-be ex-wife question mark is all up on 
this other man and within a quick period of time and it's a holiday it's like you didn't think of my dad at all yeah, girl. I don't know, but that's just yeah. yeah. This is more thought and more interest than the actual stuff we saw. This girl, week. our conversation is more interesting other than the storyline. Because <laughs> I'm trying to think of what happened. Did they play Percheesy? I think they were playing charades or something. Girl, <laughs> it beats me. Okay, girl, <sighs> no idea. But let's move on because I kind of want to speak on this thing with Tucker, Devon, and Abby. Mm-hmm. Because here's my thing, and I know I, this might be a little controversial, you know, but this is just my thoughts. People can have different ideologies. Just because a person is not good in a relationship with you, do not mean that they won't be in a good relationship with their child or grandchild. Does that make sense? That makes sense. I feel each interaction is going to be, how do I say this? I feel each interaction is going to be different with each person. Like, for example, like I have family members that I talk to every single day and I have family members who I'll probably hear every once in a while. Sometimes there's certain dynamics are just stronger. And it's not to say that you don't like the person or you don't, you know, have anything in common. It's just you... Yes, you may not agree with how they do things, and that's perfectly fine. But if they have a strong relationship, like a grandparent and a grandchild, right? Don't interrupt. Don't interrupt that. Don't exactly. just because you have because you if you have your own issues, that's fine. You guys are grown. You guys can work that out. But that's a child. They're innocent to all of this. Well, and that's the thing. They're so pissed off about what happened between him and Ashley, and the thing is. What he did in Paris, throwing tables around, yeah, that's unacceptable. I'm not right. going to even agree with that part. However, right. she has some accountability in this. And I said this in my recap that I did the other day. She started, that dude was had his nose wide open for Ashley. He landed a whole plane in the backyard trying to get to Ashley. Ashley took advantage and used that energy to her advantage to stick it to Jack. And then when the Abbots decided to sing Kumbaya to each other, and she's like, I'm not leaving my family. I don't want to do this business with you. Then midstream, of course, I I expect Tucker to get mad because it's like, wait a minute. We've been against the Abbots all this time and then when you fix your relationship then it's like ah forget about it right I will feel some kind of way too now I don't like his reaction to what happened mm-hmm. but I can understand him being upset because she used that dude how long did it take her to say that I love you to this man uh, wasn't it the day of the wedding or the day exactly. before the wedding <laughs> exactly so I, I understand why he's so upset. And Devon and Abby is only focused on, of course, his reaction was horrible. But they got to see that Abby, I mean, even Ashley tried to take accountability and Abby talked her out of it. So she yeah. was like, yeah, you know, I did have a part to play in this. No, mom. No, this is all on Tucker. Uh, No, your mama has something to do with this too, Abby. And just because you don't like the relationship between them don't mean that that man should not be able to see his grandson. 
And that's what Ashley was trying to say to Jack. And that was Ashley was trying to say to Devon and, and Abby. And I got to give her kudos for that much. Yeah, we'll give her that little bit. But I, I, I'm i not too surprised by Abby because, I mean, this is a spoiled rich girl. I mean, she'll, she, when's the last time we ever heard her take accountability for something? So she's she's, exactly. a strange, she's a stranger to accountability herself. I don't. I think she barely took accountability when she cheated on Chance. I think, like, she immediately moved on to Devon after that. I, I think she. Yeah. I think she tried to make it work with her husband for like a little bit, but then went back to sleeping with Devon. So her level of accountability is shot. But I will at least Ashley kind of put her her foot down and was like, "Hey, I need to own this. I need to do this." Mm-hmm. And you would think that Devon and Abby would be like, "Okay, if she's forgiven him, if she's kind of moved past this, maybe we should too." Right, and don't take all that out on, because obviously Tucker and Dominic, they love each other. I mean, he's a totally different person around his grandson. Yeah. You know, and I mean, what do they think he going to do something to the little boy? Come on. No. All y'all mad what happened. Hey, hey, Keish. All y'all mad about what happened with the two of them and their relationship. That ain't got Jack to do with Dominic. Right. I mean, let the kids have their individual relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, and the thing is, I I see this too often where people, I don't want to say what, I don't want to say weaponize, but they, they use their kids to. As a pawn. Yeah, there we go. As a Mm -hmm. pawn. And, you know, kid, I remember like having things with like my grandparents and they're older. You want to make sure they have that time and, and you guys will work on your relationships in between that. But let the innocent child have that innocent relationship with their grandparent. Yeah, and she's talking about all this old craziness that's about Tucker doing. I'm thinking about your own daddy ain't that far short from that tree either. Nope. He just faked his entire family thing, making them think he was crazy. Yep. So, I mean, if you ain't gonna let Tucker see Dominic or don't want him to, uh, should Grandpa Victor see him too? Mm. Oh, Come we, now, somebody. <laughs> God forbid that. Wait a minute, what you got, Keish? I know you just jumped in. Did you hear what we were talking about? Tucker. Yeah, what's your thought on, yeah, what's your thought on it? I don't necessarily think they're using the the Dominic as a pawn. However, I do think they're using him to punish Tucker. But Mm -hmm. it's almost like a, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll let let you see if if you can go see, or if um, you can come over and see Dominic or if we'll allow you to drop off gifts to him or it's like either let him do it or say no, but don't treat it as like, uh, it's almost like they're dangling the carrot in front of his face and um, punishing him because their relationship is the best. Exactly. All this so if I was Tucker, I'd have been like, you know what? I, I'll leave the gifts at the door. If you guys want to give them to Dominic, go ahead. If not, then drop them off at a, homeless shelter or donate them to the Goodwill or something because y'all not about to make me feel like you know what I mean? Yeah, It's like they try to make it feel stupid. She yeah, that last scene 
where Tucker just got exhausted. You know, he was exhausted talking to him. And he was like, you know, okay, fine. You know, and so he was like, well, I'm going to let you come by and you can have some time with your grandson. And then he realized that he went off. He, he thanked him and he left. And then Devon the time I did, I make a mistake. It's like, dude, either you're going to let the man see the grandbaby or not. And my you're thing is, yourself. what is Tucker going to do? Like, what exactly. Do you feel, what, do, what do you think Tucker is going to do to dominate? To make you so afraid to allow him to spend time, especially if he's going to be there in you guys' house? He didn't mm-hmm. ask if he would come pick Dominic up and keep him for a week. He just wants to stop by for Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, mm, I see some of the comments talking about who Devon think he is and I mean, because he, I'm, oh, yeah. They, I mean, at the end of the day, Dominic mm-hmm. is his son. So if he decides, right, I don't want you to have a relationship with my son because he doesn't necessarily want to have a relationship with Tucker, then that's his choice. I just think, I don't know. I, I think the way that he's going about it is very, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jenna said Devon did the same thing with Nate. He told him to come back to work and then asked Abby if he made a mistake. If he, yeah. He flip-flops that a little too, too much. He flip-flops he too much. And Jenna, you're right. Devon is no gift either. He's a whole billionaire and cannot make a simple decision for himself. He cannot rationalize. He le- He moves with too much emotion, in my opinion. And he allows for other people to try to influence his decision. Because didn't he? Because at first he didn't want to bring Nate back, but because Lily wanted to, because it was important for her to try to move on and move forward and bring the family back together. He went ahead and he did that. He's the the way he's acting towards Tucker is because of Ashley's emotions and how that affected her and how it affects Abby. He's he moved based off of that, and. Uh, I understand Tucker did some some crazy stuff, but at the same time, Devon has worked with a lot of people who's done some crazy things, and he's managed to forgive them. I think he was what dating Mariah, and she faked, you know, was was fake being her twin sister, but you forgave her. It, it's just his level of just rationalization is is completely off. It's non-existent, really. And he's just so the way he talks to Tucker too is like he's so high and mighty and just like he's better than him. Yeah, snobby. Cond- condescend- yeah, very snobby. condescending. Yep. And I and like Bruce said, Tucker has this. Uh, that's why I partly feel bad for Tucker and I partly don't because some of it Tucker has brought on himself. Right. Um, and a lot of it is just him not being transparent about the crap that he does when Devon asks him. And then when he gets called, it's like, well, I was doing this for you. And it's like, Tucker, either be transparent about what you're doing and let Devon know up front or just don't do it. Because if you're not doing it for yourself, then you know that he's not going to accept what you're doing because you're doing something underhanded. So why do you keep doing this BS? And then acting surprised or shocked or then begging for another change. Like, there's at some point, he's got to stop with the, the crap or just accept the fact that he'll never have a relationship with Devon and stop begging him for second chances. I mean, did they really have a good relationship? 
I because I'm even like no. years back with with the different well the the guy on uh, General Hospital who used to play Tucker. Um, I can't even remember him and Devon even having a decent relationship then. I think he was happy to get to know his biological father. Um, but he was always so focused on Neil that, that that was his dad. But just like you were saying, he'd either take the right steps and do the right thing. But once again, like I was saying, I don't want Tucker to change because he's perfect the way he is, yeah. mess and all. But my issue is like with Devon, it's like, what are you specifically mad for? Because Tucker is trying to get his feet into Chancellor Winners for you. And as far as what goes on with Jabot and what happened with the scandal, that had nothing to do with Devon. So what is he specifically mad about? Because it affects other people, not him. Girl, the thing he doesn't is believe that the Go ahead, Keish. I was just going to say, I think with the Chancellor Winters thing, he doesn't, I think he doesn't believe that Tucker is really doing it for him. He thinks he's doing it for himself. I think that's what that issue is there. He just doesn't trust him in general. That man then told him, I don't know how many times, even way back when, when they had a, this conversation that he want him to have Chancellor and want Jill out. So this man would prefer to work with Jill than saying, hey, because technically, I mean, you know, if you kind of look at the order of inheritance, I mean, he's Catherine Chancellor's son. Exactly. But did Catherine leave it to him? No. Nope. Uh, that, that, that company went in different hands because yep. I think it was Victor's. And then Victor sold it to Jill or somehow, you know. And it, yeah, it, it's been moving. It's been hot potatoed around. So, but the thing is, it's like, that's Catherine Chancellor's son. Devon is Catherine Chancellor's grandson through Tucker. And then you got Dominic. That's legacy. Right. You know. And what was Catherine's so, relationship like with Tucker? Say it again. What was Catherine's relationship like with Tucker? Didn't they? I, I don't remember the last time they were because that other guy played Tucker. That's on right. I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't think they got along very well. I think there were issues there. So yeah. I like I <clears throat> understandable that that's her son. So like, if you're going by inheritance and biology, or I mean, not even necessarily biology, but just who your family is, one thing. If you ain't get along with your family. I mean, but at this point, it's not like they've just been selling the company off to different people at this point. Jill yeah. got hands on it because that company went to Victor. And Victor like, yeah, you know, whatever. And so he sold it off to, to her. So at this point, it's free game. So if he's like, look, I want my mom's company back into a chancellor's hands. Devon, as a billionaire, like you said, he thinks with emotion. If you look at that, you know who wouldn't have a problem with that? That's Adam, because he thinks like a businessman. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I wish, I wish if Adam was a billionaire. was out on the outside looking in, and we'll just X out Victoria and Nicholas because of whatever. 
Because mm-hmm. they'll, they, you know, they got their own issues. But Adam would be like, if, if Victor came and say, I want this company in your hands because this was originally your legacy, Adam wouldn't have zero issues with that because he understands business. Devon is all caught up into la-la land of emotion and worried about, well, what are you up to? And I don't know if I can trust you. And I don't know if this. And what you do with Ashley. And your relationship broke up. And you didn't stay married. It's like, are you serious right now? Like, why are you so involved? <laughs> just, just... <laughs> Just, 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 just say yes or no. Can I see the kid or not? It, it's just, yeah. I, I, just like Jenna said, I'm. I've been over Devon. I think it's certain, certain storylines with Devon. I was like really like in depth with his character, especially when he was with Hillary. That's I feel like the the, the best. That was my favorite. That was the best part of Devon, and I hate to say it, but that was mm-hmm. and. Uh, even when they had Amanda back for it a little bit, it just wasn't the same. Hillary was the spark for Devon. But I don't know. This is a, a very emotional billionaire. He's definitely no Victor. He's definitely no no Bill. I, this, this is why he always loses his women this way. <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> but I mean, you can tell the difference like Bill Spencer... Victor Newman, even Tucker, even Jack, even Jack. I mean, look at what he's doing to try to get this company back, even though we got to talk about that whole thing with him and Kyle, mm-hmm. you know, but Devon was handed. See, this is how you he was handed this inheritance. And yes, he's walking around with the money. And I think it's a great thing because we need to have group, different groups of families with money on this show. But the way that they're writing him is just. It's just not Terrible. there. That's why Jill can run around and tell him and Lily what to do. Yeah. I agree. That's why I don't originally, sorry, sorry, Bree. Oh, you're fine. I would say I agree. Originally, I was um, annoyed with this whole thing with Tucker and Mamie and whatever it was that they were trying to do. I think because it was also around the time that all of that madness was going on with advice to other major corporations about what to do with their employees, how to handle their their business plans. This they are making them look very weak in the business world and they're supposed to be at the top of their game according to Mamie. But it's, I don't know. I totally agree with you guys. I can't take them seriously. Yeah, I totally. You know, I would love 
Sorry. Yeah, I totally agree with both of you all because there is no way both Lily and Devon need to go ask the new men what to do with your with your cousin. And that. then turn around, you trying to ask Jill what to do with your own auntie. Right. Oh, oh God, I'm like, why you got her trying to tell you what to do with family? Now, yeah. I understand Devon may be a little bit detached because, but Lily, that's blood right there. Yeah. I didn't even like that, though, with the way they painted that relationship with Devon, because even though we didn't see them on screen together, it could have easily been written in dialogue that there was a relationship there. Like, I don't know, maybe they he wouldn't visit it maybe every once in a while. Or I didn't get that impression because it seemed like they didn't really know each other like that. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They didn't. I'm saying I feel like they could have written it in dialogue to be that way mm-hmm. instead of making it seem as if Devon was a pretty much a stranger or maybe was pretty much a stranger to Devon. I, I don't I hate that they did that. Like he's, he's been a part of that family for how long? And you guys couldn't find a way to write it to seem as if Devon had spent time with Mamie and got to know her better. And, you know, they built a relationship off screen. Yeah. And the crazy thing about that is that you asked Jill what to think about the woman that she hates. Right. You, I mean, why exactly. would you? That's just like. That, that whole thing with Devon talking to Victor was stupid. The man just fired him. What do you expect him to say? Oh, yeah, go ahead and hire him. I think he's a great employee. Are you, are you, are you stupid or are you stupid? And that annoyed me, too. <laughs> that irked my nerves. Y'all saw that in the, in the group chat. I, I, ugh, Nate worked my nerves. Right. I know we'll get to that. Yeah. You know what I wish they would do is bring, uh, since Justin apparently no longer works at Forrester on Bold and the Beautiful. I wish that would bring him over to YNR so that family grows a little bit more. Ooh, you talking about Justin? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, Justin, Justin Barber. Is their, Justin is their cousin. Yeah, they're relatives. That's perfect. Yeah, yeah that would be good. He could be the, the lawyer for the company. And he can get with Phyllis. Boom. <laughs> Age appropriate. You are silly. See, we are matchmaking on a Friday night. Together. What'd you say, Keish? I said they would look good together. Mm-hmm. Justin and Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I I wasn't feeling Devon this week. The whole grandson and Tucker thing, and then it's just over the progression over the past couple months with them asking Victor what to do and Lily asking Nick what to do. Nick can't stand Nate. Mm-mm. Did you guys? Did you guys already the Ashley and that conversation that they had sitting at the table when they were at society? We kind of talked about it, you know how Ashley tried to say, "Hey, you know, at least we need to let him, you know, see his grandson." And Abby is just like stonewalling this thing, and in a way, I think Devon is following her. She's still getting on my nerves. She get on my nerves. <laughs> Ashley, not Abby. Ashley. Oh, Ashley. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, like she, you're worried about his relationship with Devon, and yet you're doing this whole little scheme with Jack to ruin his. It's uh, like make up your damn mind. 
again. Like, just stay out of it. <laughs> like, why do you keep involving yourself with with Because part of the drama with him. Obviously, obviously, Tucker be laying the pipe. I mean, honestly, Audra <laughs> uh, been coming up in there. Okay, she she can't let him go. And then at the same time, Ashley can't let him go. What else is? Gotta be so to keep her thinking about that man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Anyway back on track um yeah i'm uh, i wasn't feeling devon this week i haven't been feeling devon for the last month or so unfortunately so okay um we gotta talk about the abbots since we were talking about ashley and ashley acting squirrely about not having that expose sent out Kyle told a couple of fibs, but he fibbed his way well through that entire story. Yes. Sure did. And left his mom out of it. Sure did. I was, I was, it was irking my nerves. I was waiting, just waiting for it to come out that Diane knew, but nope. Thanks, Josh Griffin. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're going to clean her up. They didn't really cleaned up. Oh, yeah. Diane. <laughs> Just cleaned her right up back pristine. But I was really annoyed by that. I was waiting for that to come out. But he came out unscathed and he's going to get his position. And I guess that's a resolve. That's all the drama with that whole storyline. That was a whole big, you know, ending to the storyline. Hey, listen, do you heard Fib number one talking about he, the first time that. Uh, Tucker tried to recruit him. He really was going to do the do. He sure was. He sure was. And he trying mm-hmm. to act like he wasn't. Exactly. He was <laughs> going to throw the whole Abbott family under the train and the bus. Yep. And he made it seem like it just laid in his lap like Audra did. Mm-hmm. So easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl, please. <laughs> I was sitting up there giving. A Kyle, a big old side. Eye. I'm like, no, you did not just let that just you fix that loud real good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because Diane do know the whole story. Jack does not. Yeah. Yep. And then, and then I had the nerve to be frustrated or annoyed because Jack would give him that uh, co CEO position immediately. Mm-hmm. That's what that, and then Billy ended up. I didn't understand that. That man fought so hard for that position, and then they wrote him to say, "Okay, you know, I'm jumping ship. I'm gonna go over here with my mama." I'm like, "What? What was all that for?" Yeah, uh, I don't like the fact that they do this to Billy's character. It, he's another character that they that they either write incredible material for or they make him look like a like an adolescent child like hey. he needs like he needs guidance and needs a big brother to to constantly get him out of stuff i don't like that brie brie and keisha chelsea called it she was like okay so you jump ship and leave jabot because you don't want to fight with tucker it triggers your gambling but you go over the chancellor trying to fight with Tucker. Don't you think that's going to trigger your gambling too? 
Exactly. (laughs) Bravo, Chelsea. It's like, what did you jump (laughs) ship for? You still got the same fight. You just on a different side. Mm-hmm. You're just not fighting with Kyle for a position or, and dealing with the contention over there. And at least, at least his mommy gave him a nice cushiony position that Girl, he did, that he doesn't qualify yeah. for. He's not even qualified. And Chance called it out. <laughs> wait a minute, Chance sure did. Chance was like, "Wait a minute, you gonna mention me? Looking at your track record? I don't think so." It's like, I'll pass, I'll pass. And then Billy really got sensitive over that fact. And I'm like, Billy, um, you embezzled, you, you gambled your company. I think you had a boat you, you bought at one point. You, and not only that, you're in and out of high executive positions and sometimes just by your own accord. So you left Lily hanging at the same company. So it's your track record speaks for itself. It's no different from Nick's, really. Yeah, pretty much. You are absolutely the only thing, correct. The only thing that bothered me about that situation was the way Diane um, was kind of going at him when she was talking to Jack, and she was like, uh, "Billy let Billy let you down again." And it was something else that she said, basically describing the way that. Um, he's leaving Jabot and going over to to uh, Chancellor. And it's like, this has nothing, nothing to do with Jack. He's not letting Jack down. He's taking himself out of a situation that he doesn't want to be in. Like, how is that letting Jack down? And she's making it seem as if Billy is leaving him in the lurch. And it's like, if Jack can't run that company as long as he's been there by himself for a little bit until either he gets another co-CEO, which I still don't understand, why that's necessary um or just the size that he wants to be the sole CEO of the company like is it really hurting the company that bad and if he's such a screw-up like everybody else is saying he is or feels that he is why do you care so much mm-hmm. yeah and give just if he's going to be if he's going to screw up let him screw up because that position is going to be forever vacant because no one ever seems to stay in these positions why is there a co-CEO, a co-CEO assistant. It's it's become redundant. And it's with each of these companies. You need a co-CEO. Yeah, COO, this, this, and this. And no one cares to stay in their positions. Yeah, exactly. Because, I mean, think of look at Ridge and Steffi. They both co-CEOs. It's like, why? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The only per- only person is Bill Spencer. He said, like, no, I only person <laughs> run fine. this is me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I got to say, somebody got some audacity. And that's Audra. She gets mad talking about Kyle used her. It's like, wait a minute. You purposely broke up with this dude. Tucker told you to fake get back with him so you can manipulate him. But you mad at him thinking that he used you. Yeah, okay, Arthur. Right. I mean, technically speaking, yeah, she was used, but she voluntarily liked to be used. I mean, is she really surprised given the types of men that she likes to deal with? These are high, these are high-powered men, and and 
they're going to do what they want to. And she knew that. I, I think she got her feelings hurt because she has a little bit of feelings for Kyle. I think she's starting Bro, to develop I, feelings I for him. I think she mad she got got because she thought that Kyle was this little stupid little boy that she can just do whatever and screw him to death. And then when he decides to like jump, because she don't know that he's now the, the, the co-CEO of Jabot. Because remember, he kept that under wraps. She's mad. Well, technically, he's not yet. Well, not yet, but you know, in in her head, you know, she's thinking like, "You use me. I should have listened to Tucker." Blah 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 blah. She thought that this dude was just a little stupid little boy that she can screw to death, and he'll just do anything. Like she said, remember, Adam called him her little puppy dog, and she thought well, for a minute he was. <laughs> Yeah, and she she left him outside twice, and then he decided he got a new home. Um, <laughs> but I agree with you to a point. My only thing is she had, we've seen her get um, the wind knocked out of her by the Newmans and by, by people over in Chancellor Winter. So she's not, you know, a stranger to rejection. I feel it's a little bit different because even when she was talking with, with Tucker early early this week, even he was ringing up. Are you starting to have feelings? Because the line of questioning is more so. It was more on an emotional side for her versus that that fast, quick wit that you know likes to get stuff done and only focuses on herself. It, it's a completely I want to say a completely different shift. I can tell there's a shift that she might have a little bit of feelings for Kyle. All I know is that she was stupid to believe that this was all going to play out and she was going to run Jabot. I mean, it, yep. it was just so far-fetched. She should be smart. You are COO over at Newman Media. That's not good enough for you? Right. You, you would rather lose a job that you do have in the C-suite at Newman to a job that you don't even know is so far-fetched that you don't even get that position at Jabot. Isn't there that saying that you rather, you know, deal with the devil that you do know than the one you don't? She doesn't really know the Newmans like that, but she knows Tucker in more ways than we can count, as we saw. Um, so she might, you know, feel more comfortable dealing with the man that she's been dealing with for, for okay. years. You know what? But here's the thing. Tucker got a track record. Think about when he came to town, right? Mm -hmm. He was at an ashram. He wasn't working a business. The last thing before that was this whole uh, music thing with the artist and the underage girl. Mm -hmm. Any of the track records since they've been working together had him running a company where she worked under him. No. She was always scheming with him, but they never actually worked in business together. So for her to actually think that he was going to make this happen, but didn't she say that he doesn't like the day-to-day, -day, that she she always, that he always passed it on to someone else? So maybe she handled like that part. But, uh, uh, Girl, well, she's stupid. Look at yeah, it now. Is. The outcome is speak for itself. <laughs> I just want to know. Wait a minute. Hold on, Keish. When, when she got to that room, she asked Tucker, what do we do now? He said, I don't know. Oof. Now, what you going to do with that? If I was her, I'd walk right up out that, that hotel room and just keep doing my job at Newman. I got a job. You don't. Mm -hmm. right. 
Go ahead, Keisha. I want to know what their roster of, like, what is their win-loss ratio with all of the schemes that they play? Because I, since they've been to Genoa City, I don't think that they have accomplished anything. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, it's like, what is your, what is, I, I would love to know what Audra's end goal is. Is it to be the CEO of a corporation? Mm-hmm. She's not going to get that in any of these companies because she's Right. That is true, unless she winds up having a baby. And maybe she's trying to secure a child support check. Who knows? You're so crazy. <laughs> look, the way she, look, what, yeah, the way she was moving. I, look. And, and there's no way she's using a condom back and forth with, with either man. So <laughs> I maybe, maybe she might have a chancellor baby or an avid baby. But... Um, <laughs> A part of me wishes we had a little bit more backstory because I agree with you. Like, what is her end game at this point? Because you're just having, you know, you're just a little loose with these men and, you know, you've went from company to company. Um, you were hanging by a thread at Newman Media, but, and you're working with this man who now doesn't have a plan. So what is your end goal? Like, why did, like, why stay in Genoa City? Look, Bridget Jackson, did you see her comment? Uh, she said, Audra, I like you, but SCF <laughs> you right now about Kyle. You was using two sis. Yeah, she was. And then left him out in the cold, not once, but twice. Twice. And was still sleeping with them. Mm-hmm. And he just and he just let her. I mean, well, I mean, when something when the door is easy to open, I mean you, you can always walk in. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> That is true, you know. I mean, at this point, with because he's trying to do damage control, you know. Like, so who was that? Uh, what's that artist's name? I love her song. She said, "One to say you, you, you do a damage." Yeah, he got damaged in this whole thing, mm-hmm. and um, he's over there trying to do damage control, trying to tell them, "Oh, was that bad?" And, it wasn't this, and you know, I mean, he even gave a full story to Devon, and Abby had to tell him what he should have, could have, would have. I'm like, girl, if you don't shut up. You wasn't there. Mm-mm. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, that, I'm tired of that story coming up. What did you say? You talked about the the story that came out about Tucker and the, that cover. Yeah, and the underage girls. Yeah. Yeah. I, They've been sitting on that forever. I know. This is like, what, the third time around with this? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the way that, like, I, I get, you know, mm-hmm. maybe he probably could have handled that differently. But they make it seem as if he covered up for the artist that did the dirt. Why? Like, the cover-up He the said cover he didn't about, know Keish. Right. Mm-hmm. And everybody got fired when he found out. So he took action. He just didn't want that news to get out. And I, I agree with, somewhat agree with what Abby was saying. It was like, all you had to do was hold a press conference and explain it, what you're explaining to us now. But they treat him like he was part of the whole plan of the cover-up of the crime, which he was not. Right. Yeah. 
But if he if he if he were to do a press conference, I mean that's still. I mean, they gave him a get out of jail free card, actually. He could have a press conference and it can kind of clean it up a little bit. But my thing is, didn't he have Audra try to cover it up previously before? He told to get rid of the emails. And she left. That's how, um, who found that email? Adam. Was it Adam? When Adam mm. took over, when Adam took over SN, SNA, well, not SNA, what's that other company he got from? Whatever that company that Adam got the Megasphere, a sax elite, something, some spelling bee word that we can't spell. I thought Ashlyn Locke was the one that sold them Syaxeries. But it was another company that he was going to take over that they bought. McCall Unlimited, or whatever. It was named after him. Well, he sold it somehow and got access to those emails. And that's how Adam found the emails because Audra didn't get rid of all of them. But even with that, even with the fact that they know <laughs> other people know, I'm a little upset with the fact that Tucker still had, you know, didn't have like a backup plan in case it did come out because yeah. it was always a possibility. They had what a, several months to prepare because they found us out. in the spring spring, or like Mm -hmm. yeah like june july something it's they've been sitting on it for the longest that they had enough time to prepare for when it came out Mm -hmm. so they wouldn't feel like they're blindsided that's the only irritating part i have about this with tucker yeah you know so all i know is the whole thing is a hot mess audra is where she should be lost in the sauce because you played alongside and you can't sit up here and get, I mean, y'all used each other. Transactional. You just got got first. You know, even though Kyle lied to Jack. <laughs> so, but he, he lied his way all the way through a, uh, to a potential job opportunity. However, I don't think this is over. I have a feeling Tucker's going to come up with something because the Abbots were celebrating a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, now keep in mind, you keep, you keep, Diane keeps getting away with it. Mm-hmm. Even when you said that, you said that, um, that Kyle lied to his dad and his mom coached him to mm-hmm. lie to his yep. dad. Yeah. Sure did. Sure did. Mm-mm. Okay, now we got to talk about this whole Newman thing with, with Claire and Nikki drinking, Nate Carter, um, Jordan snuck into the hotel. <laughs> these wigs, these wigs. <laughs> you know what, though? Her wig actually looked pretty good. It really did. It, it actually fit her, her scalp. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, all I can say is that the security, the police, the security, and Victor's security team is trash. It's terrible. They, they uh-huh. just, just throw the whole team away. I mean, well, there's no one on the police force at, at, on for Genoa City anyway, so it's a free fall. Um, there's no chief of police. We've, we've never seen a security guard. Um so good for Jordan. I mean, she really didn't have to sneak. She could really could have just walked in. No one's paying attention. 
apparently. Yeah. I mean, she walked in. The girl got in a wheelchair, and then you see a nurse. <laughs> Nurses aren't supposed... Don't they... There's security at the door, even at the edge of the hospital. They'd be like, uh, you taking this patient somewhere? Nobody stopped her, huh? Oh, okay. And then they're going to say, Victor, you going to get your security team on it? What for? I always go back to Cameron Kirsten digging a tunnel under Sharon's house on your property. And nobody heard a thing. What'd you say, Keish? I still can't believe that happened. Girl, that the was tunnel. the craziest part of the storyline I ever heard. How you going to dig a whole <laughs> tunnel up under somebody's house on your property? Well, your security team didn't see or hear anything. Right. That billion-dollar compound. Exactly. Girl, that was the craziest thing I've ever heard. So that right there tells me your security team is trash. And now y'all finna find, uh, y'all finna go find Jordan. Jordan is like, mm-hmm, I'm going to take Victoria's daughter. She got to pick one. Pick your mama or pick your daughter. <laughs> Now, knowing Victor, um, I wonder what would Victoria? Victoria is gonna. That's tough, because she wants to get to know her daughter. At the same time, she don't want nothing to happen to her mama. I mean, I mean, she knows her her dad has her mom, because um, she knows how Victor moves. But what did you guys? Think about his re- their reaction when they found that that was the- Victoria's daughter. Because a part of me felt for Nikki in that moment. Because I'm like, because that's a battle for, for Nikki, in my opinion. Because it's one thing to want to keep your daughter in your life and her children. At the same mm-hmm. time, the person who kicked off your addiction again. And made and making you kind of spiral out of control over again. It would hard be hard for me to keep that person in my life and want to have a relationship with them. So I feel the battles really with Nikki versus Victoria choosing between her mom and her daughter, um, because Victoria will always choose herself. At the end of the day, she always has, and I, I don't think she's going to leave Claire hanging in this in this matter. Well, what I do know is that Nikki is drinking vodka like Kool-Aid. Yes. I'm like, my goodness. I mean, she filled up that flash. She went back to the bottle. She went to the bar. My, my goodness. This, and, and it's, it's such a sad thing I see because I know it's a real issue people deal with. And I, I just don't understand, like, how you guys are rich. There's no, and, and Victor's well aware of the fact that she ha- was, um, was drugged essentially with alcohol. There's no like assistant watching her. There's no private eye watching her. There's no cameras inside the inside the home to catch this. It took Nate to bring this up to you. Yeah, that's crazy. But my thing is, she goes in the jazz lounge stairway where anybody can walk up and down there, and you are a prominent figure in town. You call that hiding while drinking? Yeah. <laughs> of all places. You try to sneak a drink at a bar. I <laughs> I, I, I mean, you could have went to a bathroom stall. I mean, you are at a hotel. Um, 
But that 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 was really funny. Well, to wait me. a minute, Bridget said she been drinking. She been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my, my goodness! God, that's hilarious. And Beyonce quoting Beyonce, "Have a drink." And then Nate comes to the come to the stairs. And then she sees that and she's like, oh, what are you doing? And then still puts a mitt in the mouth and pretends like she didn't do nothing. That no one seen this. That Nate did not see this. And, you know what? Go ahead. But I, I was annoyed with Nate from after that point. He really should have just left her alone. I would have. Girl, they don't give a rest. They gave him a horrible work reference. Why are you trying to help anybody? At all. They don't want to be bothered with you. Even Victor was like, what are you here for? You here? You want me to take you back? I'm like, are you serious? Uh, the, the, the privilege, but the, just the, the level of ego mm-hmm. with this man. Like, no, I don't want to come back to the job. I mean, you first fill your positions because right now no one works for you. Victoria's gone. Where's Nick? You haven't put Adam in a position, so you run in all the force. So no, I don't want any of that smoke. You can have your, your positions, all of them at Newman. I respect the fact that Nate was actually trying to utilize his medical license, his medical degree, everything. And the way that Victor still... Girl, they just, ain't learned nothing. They almost died. Yes. Still acting crazy toward people. And you have someone who gives a damn about you. You don't want to hear him out at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Tell Auntie. That's why he should have just kept on walking. That's exactly. Talking. Tell Aunt Jordan to come talk to him. Girl, yeah. Please. But I got to give it to Jasmine Williams because the moment that Victor found out that she was struggling going to a meeting, why is there vodka in the house? Exactly. All that alcohol in that house. It, it's just the. It's. He relies so much on yes men, and that's just Victor. He 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 will gladly hire somebody to do something for him. Mm-hmm. In this particular case, this is your wife, and you have someone who visibly seen her take a drink. It could have been the paparazzi. It could have been all over the the media outlets. It could have been mm-hmm. a lot of different things. It Tucker could have saw that and could have blackmailed. Anything could have happened. And this doctor who's treated you previously before and also writes his medical license twice for you before is coming to you with a real thing and you still had to give him the middle finger figuratively? Girl, yeah. She tried to gaslight him when they got up them stairs talking about you don't know what you're talking about. I ain't drinking. You're just trying to. I'm like, girl, you probably can smell the alcohol on your breath. That's why you put a mint in your mouth. You know what the funny part was? After Nate told him that he was that she was drinking, the look on Nikki's face, and she went back upstairs. She looked like just like I said in my recap. She looked like you know how little kids sneak at the, in the middle of the night. They get up, they go in there, and try to get cookies out of the kitchen, and then you get caught, and then you run back in your room when you get caught. That's exactly what she looked like. Mm-mm. And I'm like, how did she get home? If she was that drunk and she made it there safely. Girl, got her Uber. (laughs) I just hated the way Nate sat at that table almost as if he was trying to kind of, I don't want to really say beg for forgiveness, but convince Victor to 
forgive him for the, you know, the crap that went on mm. um, at Newman and then trying to convince him I wasn't really trying to, you know, do anything underhanded. I was truly concerned and, you know, trying to convince him about seeing Nikki drinking. And it's just like. And I, I wish he'd just learned his lesson because it was it was so annoying for me. It, it's if 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 you if you haven't learned anything from Adam, right? There's right. no changing the Newman's minds unless you do something that's in benefit for them. Exactly. But that's his problem. He thinks he's better than Adam, so he doesn't think he's on the same level as him. But I mean, he so should not going to think from that direction. He shouldn't have never went back to the Newmans. That man had to fight for his medical license, went to the board and everything else. The first go around when he was dating Abby. And you turn around and you go over there and date Victoria, you back in the same situation you was in before. If he go back a third time, then that's on you. The most Victor would have got is a, a walk past the table. Your wife is drunk. and kept on walking. I heard that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Nate was pleading with this man. I'm like, they don't want to talk to you. Right. And then here go uh, Victor. What you? This stays between us. Don't let this go no further. Okay, whatever. I, you just. Oh, I'm sorry. I was gonna say you kicked him to the curb, like. Right. But then did and you see Victor? Out. Victor stayed at the, at the GCAC. I'll be like. Let me go find my wife. Is she driving? He was sitting at the bar when Victoria and Cole showed up. Yeah. Now watch. When this gets out, I bet Nate is going to be the first one to blame. Who did you tell? Who did you leak this information to? As if Nikki isn't walking around town drunk. Yeah. He might end up having to save her. I wondered if that's why they even looped Nate into this because they already shifted him over to the Chancellor Winner storyline. So I'm wondering if he might end up having to save Nikki <clears throat> as a result of this. Well, the only thing I know so far is that Nikki's gonna meet up with Aunt Jordan in that barn next week. When she's standing up there, why would you go up there by yourself? That girl got pulled out a gun on her. I, should, I mean, a pew-pew. Put out a pew-pew on her. <laughs> <laughs> a pew-pew. Same, same lesson Steffi didn't learn on B&B. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm like, Nikki, why are you there? That girl almost killed you. Had you had an IV of alcohol in your bloodstream. She's I mean, there was a needle to the neck. Now, I know Claire did that. You don't think Aunt Jordan put a good needle to the neck again? She shoved that whole bottle down. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, wait a minute. She was on the phone talking to Aunt Jordan, talking about, I'm already drunk. <laughs> what the what to you? you? What the <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm like, how did she get home? Like, my goodness, she was drinking before she left the house. Oh during, after she left the house, when she got back to the house. And how is Jordan able to pop up at the window Girl, ever so freely? Wait and, a minute. Was that early in the week when she took the Nikki took that drink and she saw Jordan? And Jordan threw her hands like. La, 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 la. <laughs> oh, oh, I love Jordan. Jordan has been 
the best thing that has happened to Y and R. Yes, I agree. Next to Tucker and yeah. R. Colleen Zink better win a guest appearance award for she, she better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That girl is too funny. She yes. had me rolling every time I see her. And the thing oh, is, because I sometimes I just only I, I like Adam, but some other Newmans get on my nerves, especially Nick and Victoria. And it's like, that's what y'all get. Y'all always think y'all high and mighty. Can't nobody tell you nothing. You know, okay, cool. You run into the wrong somebody with, with Jordan. And I hope she wins. Personally mm-hmm. speaking, because that's it. The, the Newmans, the Newmans, I don't like. Let me say that. Throw Abby into that mix too. So that leaves only one. But mm-hmm. the Newmans, I don't like. I, I want Jordan to really do her work. And, and I know it's going to be really entertaining to watch. You know what? Here's my thing. I hope Adam finds out and tells Nick, that's what you get. <laughs> Like, did you get a, uh, a happen to get a uh, a surgery across your abdomen, and you got poison, and you got to know to be mad at me? Oh, okay. Still, and for no reason, and for no reason, you had a whole uh, serial killer come after you, and you're still mad at your brother over Sally. Over Sally. <laughs> That's been done. Like, dude. Right. We didn't see Nick at all this week, did we? And that's the thing. I was hoping it would have gave the Newmans a different perspective. You could have died. Y'all come back still acting crazy. Yeah. Especially Nicholas. Oh, girl, that whole scene. I think that was last week, though. When he ran into Adam and Sally at that dog on the Crimson Light. And he got the nerve to be looking crazy and got his nose all turned up with his his belly hurting. It's like, dude, that should remind you that you need to be a good person sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just a respectful human being. I mean, just because even the bad characters, like we love Tucker. I mean, you know, I mean, at least he has some form of decency. Girl. I mean, he lets Audra and, and Kyle finish before he walks into the room. Lord. Okay, we can't forget about because I know we are like an hour and a half into this one. We have some good stuff, I guess. <laughs> but that whole thing between uh, Summer and Chance, the concert, y'all was talking about the green screen. <laughs> <laughs> they know they dare wrong for that green screen. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I just want them to put them together because I've been seeing some rumors out there and I hope they're not true trying to say that Kyle and someone might be getting back together. Um, I don't want past. I am over Kyle and someone. And those two were like, that was the one couple that I had always loved and I always wanted them together. I was so excited when he went to Italy to get her. But ever since this, ever since they broke it up, I'm I agree. I second that. I want to see her chance a little bit, and I really want her to kind of make Kyle sweat. Um, yep. 
because once that stuff comes out with him being a co-CEO of Jabot, I, I know Audrey's going to be... Ooh, she's going to be hotter than fish. Ooh. Yep. Ooh-wee. And he's going to need a nice little me. landing pad. What'd you say, Keish? Audrey's going to be climbing all over him. Girl, please. Because he's sitting up there. It looked like he's trying to save Audrey in that conversation. I kept your name out of it. You might be okay. It might just be Tucker. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. You think Jack Abbott is going to allow you to bring Audra Charles over to Jabot? Right. <laughs> I'll piggyback off of that. Keep in mind, Diane knows exactly the whole plan. So I, she going to have a lot of say about Audra even remotely going over there. Mm-hmm. And she already don't like Audra. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And she's the head of of HR. Oh no, she ain't, <laughs> she ain't gonna make it through the interview. <laughs> nope. She, she can't listen. schedule a what? She can't schedule a Zoom meeting for it. Listen, Bree, Keisha, you know those emails that go out. Thank you for applying, but unfortunately, we decided to go with a different candidate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been there in my lifetime. I think we all have. I think point. we all. It's my son. Before he got his job right out of college, he got a lot of them. And I'm telling you, Audrey, you're going to get that same letter because uh, Diane Jenkins Abbott is not going to allow you over there. So I don't know what Kyle promised you, but it ain't happening. Not only that, Ashley won't because she's been sleeping with her husband. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Tell me about but it. But do either one of them really have control over that? So if Kyle really does want her there, he can. They only, there's nothing to take his son. Oh, but well, he would have. Jack might. Jack though. Jack Jack is the only one that could block it, but Ashley and uh, Diane, Diane would not be able to. They don't have. They don't have the power. Ashley got the power. I don't think what is uh, Ashley's on the board? Ashley's not. Ashley's yeah. on the board, but Ashley got the Audra there, she can say, oh, I'm going to take my patents and leave. But I think they secured something, but you know how the writers can... Yeah, I, Audra might as well just stay her little butt right over there at mm-hmm. Newman. She probably end up being CEO of Newman Media because uh, her boss is struggling right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So you might run that, run that little company over there because Nikki right now is about to be <sighs> incapacitated. I just thought of something. What if this is Adam's way of running Newman Media again? And then Audrey has to work underneath Adam, and that's the love story. Start from there. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. See? It's just stuck up Sally's butt. Oh, yeah. got to get out of Sally's butt. Well, He's listen, been pining after her for more than what a year now, and it's her There's turn. No and it's her turn to put in her work. And she had two brothers fight over her. Now she needs to fight over Adam. And I think Audra's gonna give her a little bit of competition. That's gonna be some fun interaction that might actually kind of, you know, make us like Sally again because she <laughs> might pull into those instincts. I know, but I feel like it would be one sided. Like it would just be Audra knowing that she's getting under Sally's skin and Adam not paying any attention to Audra. Like I would want Adam. I want Adam to actually take notice of her and 
kind of think about. You talking about Audra? Like to be with her. Yeah. Girl, and if it's not, if it ain't like that, then it wouldn't be any fun. Listen. And I don't see Adam doing it. You take that fire that, because they, they, they didn't kind of took a little bit of smoke out of, out of Adam, because when Adam scenes four years, four, five years ago, you know, Keish, me and you were talking about it. We first started this podcast. The dude had the the um what's the word I wanna use? I don't wanna use aggressive, but you know very assertive. He was exactly that's perfect. They took a little bit out of him this last year or two with the Sally thing. They need to get Sally out of the way. Just get her out of the way. Put him with somebody like Audra and bring Mark Grossman from 2019 back in the bedroom and put her, put him with Audra Charles. How she been, girl? Ooh, that would be fire, the two of them. I just wanted to see that because he would be, he's the perfect description of the man that she wants. Exactly. Because he's not, because he's not scared to be ruthless. He's not scared to uh, take charge and make things happen. Um, he'd be perfect, but this, if, if writers, please listen, Josh Griffin, I hope you're listening. This would be the perfect way to, uh, you know, reroute Adam's character a little bit. I mean, he'll be stepping in to help Victor's wife. Victor mm-hmm. already kind of has some level of trust. He knows that Adam wants new media. He knows Victoria's, you know, handling things with Claire Nick is off at, at Kelly Services, so You're so crazy. <laughs> so this would be perfect, and we already seen that little banter that they had months back. So the fact that Audra has to work underneath Adam, they start that sort of flirty back and forth. I think it might it could work. That would, writers, I would be, I would, I would, I would be open. They would have to, they would have to slowly progress to that though. But just. Just for the simple fact that the way that they had Adam chasing after Sally for all this time, because it, it wouldn't feel genuine or realistic mm-hmm. if he just all of a sudden, oh, Audra seems great. And then all of a sudden, he's over Sally, who is single and is somewhat interested now. If- and so if it's gradual, then I think it could, that could work for sure. If they bring back the old Sally, who was ruthless, well, I won't say ruthless, but she was a go-getter, eager. If she's really all for Adam, I I think that she would try to fight for her man. And I think that there'd be some fun, healthy competition, a little bit of, uh, I don't know, it'd be an interesting storyline to see. And it, I just want to see, you know, they redo, I don't want to say redo Sally's character, but just get her back to who we, we know her for. And I think Sally, Adam, and Audra, that'd be a fun triangle to watch a little bit. It'd be, it'd be different. It'd be better than watching Cricket and Phyllis and Danny. A hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And then we finally got this whole thing. Okay, Claire's their daughter. That's We knew that was coming. Um, what do y'all think about Cole and Victoria becoming a new couple. Uh, <laughs> there's something about. I don't know. I. I it doesn't. It doesn't. Visually, they 
don't look good together <laughs> to me because he seems like the everyday like regular guy you know yeah. simple you know and she likes a lavish lifestyle you know and she likes you know money and high you know power and he doesn't seem like that type okay so right. you think she'll chew him up and spit him out he don't want he because he's supposed to be like some professor at stanford or some some university oh. Oh, yeah cool. that's right. where he's writing a book right now or right so i i don't know that she would like i don't know if it's that she would be too strong for him because i could actually see him softening her a little bit it's just yeah there's just something about his care and it's not his age because initially i'm like maybe it's because he just looks so much older than her but i didn't feel that way with ashley like i thought her and ashley were good together yeah he was a great looking man Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's just it's just the way this character, the way Cole is put together. Mm-hmm. He, he looks like he would be more for I don't know somebody like Cricket. Him and Christine or him and Sharon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like Sharon or Christine. Yeah, and this other crazy thing I don't think he want to when you start getting involved with Nicholas or Victoria and stuff, you got to deal with Victor. Victor always involved himself in his kids' relationship. I don't know if Cole want to get, especially now that there's a granddaughter in the family too, it's like, oh, you be prepared with Victor trying to tell you what to do. Well, that's inevitable that he, she, Claire is embedded in the family now. And that's, and that's the other thing I, I want to see with, with Victor and Nikki. Like, how do they really feel about Claire being in the family? Will she be trusted? Will she, is she at the bottom of the barrel like Adam is? Like, how do you, how is she going to be treated going forward? Well, we're probably going to see a lot more of that as we head into 2024. Because, I mean, from what I understand, she's going to be sticking around for a while. So, And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Um, I got to mention a comment. Del Monica says that when it comes to Sally's thought process, cuckoo Chloe needs to stay out of it. Yeah, because, you know, Sally, I just, I'm over Adam and Sally. I'm sorry. It's just they've had it, they had a great they opportunity and they ruined it. They ruined it. Mm-hmm. The writing, they they ruined it. Emmy winning, Emmy winning, right? Exactly. Her and Nick last year, and that was last year. Way too all long. happened. That should have been maybe a month or two done. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way this whole storyline should have went the direction that it did. Ooh, okay. I think we covered everything. Yeah, I think so too. Did we talk? Did we talk? Did you guys talk about the Christmas Eve family gathering with Dave and all this? Okay. Yeah. We talked about Christine's bad wig. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the first thing. (laughs) We did. Okay. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and move over to bold, but before we do. It's been almost 120-some folks up in this chat. I appreciate it. Make sure that you hit that like button. It's free. and only takes a second or two to hit the like button. 
if you are not subscribed, hit the subscribe button because we do this type of stuff every Friday night. And then we also do spoilers and teasers, hot early spoilers, recaps, cast updates, all types of stuff. Um, also on Instagram, TikTok, X, which was formerly Twitter, and there is a blog as well. And we're also on Threads. Okay, so you'll be able to type in CBS Soap Dish Recap on uh, those platforms, and you'll see fun stuff over there. I am not on Facebook. I'm just not a fan of it. I wanted, I thought about starting a group, but I'm good. I like Instagram better. Um, and other than that, we are going to move forward to the bold and the beautiful. I think the highlight of this week for me was Zendex. That's it. So. The highlight for me was Brooke holding a Bible. Oh, Lord. I, <laughs> I fell out on the floor. Man. I was dying. Did you see the pictures I sent in the group yes, chat? Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, Ridge, Ridge's reaction. Girl, oh. I had to. I'm like, is that is she reading? She reading Stephanie's Bible. They all look. They looked confused. I know we'll get to it, but they they both were like just shocked. They took a minute. They weren't. They weren't yeah. even thinking about Eric. They were like, she knew what that was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Girl, that was crazy. Okay, so let's go ahead and we're gonna do the bold and the beautiful for the week of the 18th through the 22nd. As Eric remains unconscious in recovery, RJ and Zenday argue. Zenday tells Ridge he needs to be the one to finish Eric's final collection. RJ's too green. Steffi tells Eric it's okay to go to the light. And frustrated, Zenday is comforted by Luna. Fearing pneumonia, Finn and Bridget need Eric off the ventilator, and he suddenly opened his eyes. And then it's the Christmas miracle that has everybody gasping as Eric started to breathe on his own. Well, y'all want to start? One big, it's two storylines. Or should I say one and a half? Yeah. Um, uh, I guess we can lump it all together, really, because it was a lot of this hospital scenes. I think we saw like that little bit with, um, yeah, we saw a little bit with Hope and, and Brooke and she was kind of breaking down her true feelings uh, regarding what's going on with Eric. But the, the big thing for me was Zenday and how he was being mistreated. I was so irritated by RJ and Ridge, just mm-hmm. father and son pompous A duo, just. Okay, so let me ask you guys, and I'm gonna ask in the chat, after seeing everything this week, the dynamic between Bridge and RJ and Zenday, are you team Zenday or are you team Ridge and RJ? So I want to see Zenday. what you guys say in the comment section. Now, what you guys say? You know what I am. I'm team Zenday. I'm team Zenday. Yeah, me too. It's, it's ridiculous. Everyone... Anyone who was a designer at Forrester, that they could have pitched in and helped 
make his collection. I understand like having the visionary, but wasn't it just that long ago that Hope was trying to find a whole visionary for her collection? She used other designers to try to make that work and then she needed Thomas. Like, mm -hmm. why can't you all, all work together? Like, Thomas could have helped you guys out. Thorne is a designer, technically. Zen, all of you guys could have worked together for the man that you guys love. But you, why does it have to be just you and RJ to do that? <laughs> it just it feels very selfish. Like, there's no reason for it. Yeah, I mean, you got somebody who... Delmonica said, Team Forrester Men... And I got a, there was another comment. It said, who asked a patient if they want to come off the ventilator? <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. That was I, Lily. Go ahead. Yes, I, I agree with that. I, I was confused by that, too. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm, oh, sorry. oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, with the, the whole... RJ Zenday Bridge seeing that conversation in the office when Zenday thought he had the best idea of finishing Eric's collection. And he had previously just they had just talked about that in the design office before RJ um, had went in the office with Bridge. So when Zenday came into the office and brought that up, RJ didn't say anything. He didn't say anything about how, oh yeah, dad, we were just talking about this this would be a great idea. Like we can all work together. He just sat back and allowed Ridge to basically reject Zenday instead of saying, why can't we all work together? Right. Like, why would he not advocate for that? Right. <laughs> and even when he was like sitting down, uh, well, talking with Luna, he didn't even bring Zenday up. Yeah, and, yeah, he say, he and say like, hey, like he was really interested in doing this. Like, I feel bad. Like, I, I, I don't want him to think negatively of this situation. Didn't say anything. Didn't even bother to bring him up. So, oh, okay. So you're just like your father. Yep. No problem. We'll That's treat you, and we'll treat you as such. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this man has a boatload of experience. It's kind of like Adam who went to Harvard Business yep. School, but they treat him like he don't know nothing. Get intern. An intern. And then now you got somebody, up until Eric says, hey, I, I got the vision. I just need you to help me put it on paper. Now RJ act like he's just this stellar designer. It was like, Dad, before the end, you didn't even want to do this. Right. And, and didn't he say that at some point? in his dialogue this week where he was like, I've always wanted to to be involved in, in or I can't remember how he worded it, but he said something along the lines of always wanting to, to do this, always wanting to work with um, his granddad and his dad. And it's like, I'm pretty sure when you first came back, you said you had no interest in fashion. Correct. And now all of a sudden, you've always been interested in this? And also, you aren't a designer. You copied down Eric's ideas. Right. You can draw. That's that's totally different from being a designer. Whereas Zindi has worked next to Eric for years. If anyone knows right. his vision, it would be Zindi and exactly. Rich. I'll, I'll, and I'll give Rich that credit, too. It would be either of those two. 
even Thomas is in the mix. They've witnessed and worked with this man. So not to say that RG shouldn't have a hand in helping that collection out, but Zende made valid points. And the thing is, he shouldn't have to plead his case if he's also a forester man. And I felt for him this week where he said, that I don't even feel like a part of the family. Mm-hmm. That's that's terrible to feel that way. And and then he's just proven rigid. Yeah. She's, no, they're proving his point. Just, yep, proving Zenday's point of just this simple little act right here, excluding him. Not even considering. I mean he was talking I, about you can help. You can help us. Like, are you kidding me? Well, you don't help RJ. He's gonna help RJ as it being his assistant. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. That was very yeah, insulting. Right. Yes, it was highly insulting. And I wish he would have said, I'm insulted right now. <laughs> right. I am, I am offended. It, it, it's very offensive. And plus, he can't work on hope for the future since that's been put on hold. And right. they're all trying to buy time since you don't invite him to the hospital to go spend time with, you know, your grandfather or your, with Eric. Um so what is he to do? He's trying to put his creative energy. He's probably also trying to take his mind off of the worst. You couldn't give him that little bit of something. You just have to reject him and, and make him feel like he's at the bottom of your family totem pole. He's he's not Adam. How dare you? You <laughs> said he's not Adam. Listen, girl, I was like, no, they ain't. I don't know. And Riz just sitting up there. You know how he shift his head to the right and he listened and all this stuff. And then Steffi comes up in there and he's like, oh, saved by the bell. Got to go. We'll talk about this later. Didn't you know. even acknowledge did that. Nope. Now, what? And then went across the hall and asked RJ if he wanted to go to the hospital. Right. Right. Oh, oh I was so mad. <laughs> It's disrespectful. And, then, yeah. and the thing and I, is, is that with, with, with Zenday, he's the representation of Kristen. Kristen yeah. can't be there. The next best thing is her son. Why right. wouldn't he be there at the hospital? You That's why I don't there. understand. Yeah, just, is, why are they not allowing Zenday to shoot scenes at the hospital with everybody else? I, I I get the I get that Thomas isn't there because Matt at this time I guess was yeah on his honeymoon. Married. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with that, they could have said some things again in dialogue, which Bold fails miserably at doing that. They could have mm-hmm. said some things in dialogue along the lines of Thomas being at the hospital, like when Hope and Brooke were were at the house getting stuff together for Donald. They could have easily said, "Oh yeah, Thomas is at the hospital without Donald." To make or, it to give the appearance that Thomas has been at the hospital visiting, and, and they and then they did it. He said in dialogue, "I was just there this morning." But why? Why would you not have him physically there with the rest of the cast shooting scenes? Right, and we got all these scenes with Steffi. Not saying that we shouldn't see her, but I would have traded like a couple of those like bedside scenes with like maybe like a video chat with. <clears throat> other kids um, just to kind of like pull them in because because right now it seems like this is his only family and 
much of what you're saying with Zenday and Chris, and he is the only representation. I mean, if anything, he could we could have seen a scene with Zenday and him video chatting with his mom as she's trying to send you know love and support as best as she can uh, to Eric. It, it's it's a lot of missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't get the behind the scenes of this of why they couldn't hire it. And uh, apparently, the actress that plays Kristen said that she they you know, didn't contact her to come back or, um, you know, offer her to come back for the storyline. You said they, they did or did not? They did not. Right. She, she has posted on Instagram or commented on things on Instagram and basically said they they have not asked, they didn't ask her to come back. Yeah. Um, yeah, she did a whole for, interview saying how she don't like how the writing is and how it's making her character look bad and all of that. Yeah, I mean, even with her and Felicia, even if they didn't want to get the actresses that had played them in the past, they could have, I feel like they could have, you know, hired a couple of actresses that aren't as popular that probably wouldn't have cost as much to come in for a day or two. Right. At least just to bring the characters on. We, I mean, you bought, they brought Susan Flannery back for a day. Right. Thank you. Yep, show did. I heard that that was. Um, I heard that that wasn't actually a current video of her. I don't know if that's sure or not, but that's what I heard that that wasn't like a current video. They just. I heard that too. It looks like from like an older season, like a still from like an older season. But at the same time, she was in. She wasn't in her regular suit. It looked like the the shirt that she had on before she had passed um, on Brooke's shoulder. Um, it that looked like the outfit she had on, but I don't know. We might we never know. But it was good to see her. But they could have just like you were saying had a, an actress temporarily play Kristen or Felicia or Rick even just to Rick, have that yeah. just to have that tie in versus seeing a bunch of scenes with. Brooke, Steffi, and it, not to say we don't want to see them, but some variety if this is the main storyline for this week. Man, listen, they should have had some of them other kids there. At least one. I mean, granted Bridget was there and Thorne was there, but even Thorne... And he was, just disappeared. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I don't know. They, I, I'm just... Now that he's awake... I'm just hoping that this is the end to this storyline so we can get back to Thope. We can get back to figuring out Bill and Luna's situation with Poppy. You know, where's Sheila and Deacon? Let's get back to some of this other stuff. We've been on this since, what, early November? It's been longer than that, hasn't it? Because it really started with uh, him wanting the fashion, wanting to do his uh, <coughs> excuse me, his final collection. Yeah, that's and that good. was what October. Back in was it October? I don't know, but it's Girl, it's been I'll, dragging I'll, on way too long. It's been going. <laughs> they've been and and the whole emotional hospital and the blood and coughing and I just it was like was all that necessary to take the and like we said last week. Now, uh, after going through all of this, either they just need to put him, he retired and moved away, or uh, something. But 
they can never kill him off man on the show. This is the second time. This, this, just like we talked about last week, this is the second time there's been a near-death experience with Aaron. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So I, I mean, I guess it's like you long. said, this. Right. You remember what they did with with uh, Catherine Chancellor? She went upstairs, and then you know she went and did went on a trip, yep. and never came back. You know, and then they said something had happened. So I don't know. I guess when he do when John McCook ever do retire, you know, he'll probably just be in Australia with his brother or something. I don't know. But I would think they after did the all same thing with Sally too, right? Yes, they did. Yep. But you, but you know what? Um, I would think after this storyline, he might we might see him get out the hospital. But I would think John McCook probably would take a break now because he this story he's been playing out this storyline for at least almost two months. And when I say a break, I mean like an extended. <laughs> he needs to. Uh-huh. The character of Eric needs to go on an extended vacation, like Sally. Yeah. He, he's working over at Forrester International with Rick. <laughs> I don't even want that. I don't even want that to happen. I want him to completely retire from that company because if he's still at Forrester International, then that means he's still involved in decisions. That's. I want him to say in dialogue, "I am retired." You are the CEO, Steffi, or Ridge, or whoever right. they decide. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm done with the company. I'm traveling and enjoying the rest of my life without it. Take her with you. Yeah, so um, Joan and Grace Scavage asked a question. Did you read that Xander is coming back to the Bold and the Beautiful? Yes. Yeah, I saw that. And for whatever reason, we have no idea, but he's... He's coming back as an avant. So... I guess what they, huh? Stirring up trouble for Thomas, probably. Oof, Lord, I'm wondering how, what this, is that bring, does that bring Paris back? Uh, she on two Disney shows right now. Oh, okay. Does he know Paris? I don't know if they... Was can Paris do... on screen? The... I don't think Paris was on screen when Xander was. No, but what I'm saying, they bring him back and connect them somehow. I don't know what he's going to uh, be doing. Right. I feel like it's not going to be long-term for him. I think he is coming back because he left on bad terms. Um, what I, That's what we were talking about in the chat. He left on bad terms because of the whole thing that happened with Thomas and Emma. And then, remember, they thought, they thought that Thomas had something to do with Emma's accident. Mm-hmm. And Ridge is the only person I think that knows that Thomas was at the scene. Mm-hmm. But they um, remember they got rid of the little GPS thingy in his car because I think they were trying to use that to prove that he was there. Um, so I I don't know if he's going to come back and try to start up trouble with that. And that tell Finn what happened with that little story and get Finn all you know in his little protective mode i i hope um, not i never cared for emma i i never cared for her <laughs> when when they when they said that she's at the bottom of the cliff i i said okay that that's perfectly fine with me i i hope they do not bring up this thomas rehash 
all over again. Because if, if that's what they're bringing back Xander for, I don't really care to watch that because we we already kind of see the character kind of be, you know, be beaten down <laughs> like crazy. No, they can't give Thomas any peace. Right. And I don't want this random. I'm sorry. Xander would be considered very random in this case because what happened with Beth was several years ago. We just saw this girl's seventh, eighth, or ninth birthday. So he can be mad all he wants when it came came to Emma, but we don't care for Emma like that. So I'm hoping it's something completely different, something completely new. Uh, I, I wish if they're bringing back more Avants. Well, actually, since he is an Avant, why doesn't he? Ha- why is he going to Finn? Shouldn't he have an issue with Zenday since he was married to their family member? And we never understood what happened with with oh, uh, Zenday, oh, I, wait, with Zenday and Nicole's marriage. We don't need Zenday arguing with with Xander. <laughs> oh my God! Please don't. Oh, I hope not. No. Oh, actually, you make a good point, Melissa. I forgot that that was um, uh, Justin Barber's niece, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But even yep. still. Uh, Bring Justin on, and then maybe I might care about what what's going on with Emma. But but she's she's at the bottom of the cliff. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, if they were going to go that direction, or if they're going that direction, it would have made more sense for Justin to bring that back up. And, yeah, yeah, I'm curious why they bringing Xander into this. What what what's his storyline going to look like? Because he has no connection. Up- if he's coming up here to get into it with Zenday, I don't want to see that. We don't need that. No. I doubt it. If he's coming up here to cause problems for soap, I don't want to see that either. So we 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 don't know what his purpose would be for, especially for him to go to Finn. I mean, it, is this your brother Finn that we don't know about? Are you an Avant that we don't? <laughs> so they they said Finn is his doctor. Finn is his doctor. Is That's it? what the description was of the spoiler. Was his, Finn is his doctor. So he's getting a preventative checkup. That's that's what we're bringing back. <laughs> bringing him back mm-hmm. for. Your, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah, we'll find <laughs> out. Well, and I'm going to do some digging because, you know, stuff going to start coming out. So It might be an awareness episode for all we know. Because they usually do awareness episodes for a short period of time, like they did with Mariah and um, the baby uh, hearing story. Oh, by the way, Cameron Grimes had her baby last week. (gasps) Oh, congratulations. She had a little boy. Oh, good for her. And and Crystal Clear, I think, is shortly going to give birth pretty soon herself. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. Huh? What's she doing, like, January? I don't know. I thought like, maybe she was due, like, any day in just late November, early December, but I haven't heard uh, anything. Oh, well, good for them. Congratulations. But, yeah, her and her husband, um, Cameron Grimes and her husband. Uh, Congrats to them. Yep, she's, she's a happy little mom. Good for them. I'm happy for them. She says she miss her belly, though. I I don't think I could say that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. I guess sometimes when you you when you get pregnant, you know, you got this belly, and you're like, oh my god, it's life growing inside of me. And now she's and had the baby. It's like, dang, 
I'm back to normal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so she probably will be back pretty soon, I guess. But I have no word on Crystal Khalil. Mm-mm. Nope. But it, it but with like Mariah's storyline, like they do like an awareness thing. So maybe they might do something like with Xander, where it's like awareness month. Um, but I guess we'll see. We get one Avant and not the rest of the Avants, but okay. Yeah, well, I guess the other part of the spoilers is um, Steffi and Hope get in an argument, and then Steffi and Thomas argue, and Ben apparently defends her to Thomas or stands up to her, stands up to Thomas for her or something. It says something like Thomas is Thomas is being defiant with Steffi or something, which probably has to do with her questioning hope about that relationship. So everybody's getting into Girl, each other. Girl, she's either going, somebody need to question her about them doggone kisses. <laughs> Those kisses are not going to come up. I know. Yeah, I know, yes, but <laughs> listen, since you want to be questioning somebody's relationship, girl, don't don't be knocking at the door too hard. Look, I'll say this. The, the first conversation that she had with her, I understand She's concerned about her brother. She's concerned about Hope hurting her brother because of their past. I think she had valid concerns. But after that one conversation, when your brother says, this is what I want to do, there doesn't need to be another one because for what? You're not going to change his mind. Because he grown. Yeah. And plus they were hugging on each other. They were perfectly fine coming as a couple to Eric's party. Right. And even, and even Eric gave the blessing. So... Really, Stephanie's I was hoping cousin. At, I was hoping at that point that maybe everybody's, um, I don't know, dislike of them being together was mm-hmm. just going to go away to some extent, except for maybe Brooke, of course. But I guess not. We're back to this again. Ooh, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm want to know if Bill is. Is Luna's father. Y'all left us hanging. Uh, is Deacon and Sheila still engaged? <laughs> we ain't seen them in how long? I mean, right. I mean, come on. We've been stuck on Eric's storyline for so long. Was it Y'all want to take us back to Steffi worrying about somebody else's business? Girl, if you're somewhere. <laughs> It was Thanksgiving week. I think the last time. Yeah, I'm surprised it's been that long. Okay, so they're blissfully happy. So Deacon did exactly what he said he would do: keep her out of the, the Forester's lives. Sure did. His, he did his job, yeah, so they can't complain. Has, right, Sheila has not been bothering anybody that was related to Foresters. So, y'all, what y'all? Yeah, because wasn't it? His last scene was with Hope, right? Yep. At the restaurant. Yeah. And that was it. But yeah, so it's been zeroed in on on Eric this whole week. And Brooke picking up a Bible. I, I well, she started reading that Bible after they took the ventilator off, turned the ventilator off. I, <laughs> I screamed. Like, <laughs> like what am I watching right now? It just feels so weird watching soap actors 
to, I don't think I've ever seen an ounce of anything religion wise on that show. I have. Um, pull out a, a Bible. Well, not necessarily a Bible, but we've, I've seen chapel scenes where they're like, you know, hoping somebody pulls through. Like we've seen that, but they're few and far <laughs> between, depending on the storyline. But her picking up, the fact that she knew what a Bible was, she knew where to get it. So she always had access to the Bible, but she chose not to refer to it at all with her decisions. And just the, the look on Steffi and Ridge's face, just, just the fact that it's like, now you want Jesus to save you of, of, of all the time. <laughs> you want him to save you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it's just, and she picked this up not once, but twice. I think everybody was just in shock. And Eric was in shock. He woke up. <laughs> so, yeah, um, he woke up and said Merry Christmas or something. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this this whole scene could not have been any cheesier than what it already was. Yeah. I, I like who wrote this and then read through it and then the actors read through it and they rehearsed it. And said, "Oh man, this is gonna be great." I got. They could not have. I don't. There's no way they got through those scenes, those rehearsals, without laughing. I refuse to believe. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, girl. Because it was absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting up there like he woke up saying "Merry Christmas." Again, <laughs> it switched over to the scene where the production team happy holidays. Oh, okay. This would this whole thing would have been so much more worth it had he woke up and didn't know who any of them were. Right. Or had he woke up and maybe I don't know, only knew his kids or thought he was still married to Brooke or I don't know. It's something. Yeah, girl. I'm I'm over it. I, I just hope this was today with him waking up. Is the end of the storyline. He feel better. The treatment work. Yay for Finn and Bridget. I even want Finn and Bridget to explore something. The way his hand was rubbing her back and then the little small of that woman's back towards the end of this episode today. And I'm glad Jay Money pointed out earlier in the group chat. It 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 was that was a little it was a little comfortable. Uh, for for you for your aunt in law, I'm just saying uh, that was almost <laughs> like her. That was almost like her man getting get, giving her comfort. Yeah, I, and then how enamored enamored she was about him, the way he was looking at each other across the operating table, and I'm like, what's y'all, are y'all Kim testing these two? Sure yeah. Going to give Steffi a run for all money. I can see I, that. I, 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 no, I like Bridget, but Steffi Steffi would tear her up. She, well, yeah, she would. She would. She would. But Dude, I that's Brooke's daughter. You know, Brooke be cheering in that corner. Oh, yeah, go get him, girl. That that That's Brooke's daughter, but Steffi's learned from Brooke's playbook. So it, it's just two different extremes. Bridget has never, Bridget has never been uh, <laughs> Yeah, she's always taken an L to to her mom. Her mom. Unfortunately, even Katie, even Katie. Um, 
so I think she's going to be like the sweet doctor version. I think they have really good chemistry. They look great together, both yeah. Finn and Bridget. I mean, I would be okay with it, but mm-hmm. I can see a possible. I can see the possibility of um, because we know Liam is is, is going to come back in the picture and oh, try to stir up yeah, some trouble. Haven't seen Waffle Boy in a while. Yeah, it could be. It could very well be a situation where. Um, because we know Steffi has a hard time setting boundaries and limitations with Liam and that gets under Finn's skin mm-hmm. so I can see a situation where he where they're butting heads because she's not setting those limitations on boundaries with Liam and he gets frustrated with her and he confides in uh, Bridget which you know and now they're, they've bonded over um, them saving Eric, and now he's confiding her his frustrations with Steffi. And I don't know. They D- didn't they say he had confessed something this week? That was last. That was supposed to be last week. What did he confess? It had something to do with Eric. Oh God! Uh, it wasn't. Any, it wasn't. Wasn't anything huge. Yeah. I'm 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 hoping this is over. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. I, you know, we need to go back to the other stuff. You know, let let Don McCook take his vacation. You know, and let him go and enjoy because he worked his butt off through this whole thing because he hadn't had a storyline since Quinn. The cheating storyline, yeah, with Carter and all that. You know, so. Yep, I'm ready to get back to some soap and some shikon and see what's going on with Bill Pot. I'm ready for Liam. Oh, you ready, ready for, for Liam. Liam? I yes, I am ready for Liam to come in and just wreck everybody's world. Yeah, that'll be interesting. We haven't seen him in a while. We it was nice having a break from Liam though. The last time we saw Liam, wasn't he peeping through the uh, the door? Yep. <laughs> yep. That was. I think I'm pretty sure that was the last time. Yeah, that was back in November. Oh goodness, that that put him in a coma. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. But yeah, I. What is this do? And you know what's funny? He wasn't even thought of for Eric celebration at all. Mm-mm. Not even one invite. Yeah, I mean. I would. It wouldn't make sense if he was there to me. Like, what would he be there for? What was the point of Luna being there? At least Liam got you know kids that you know are related to Eric, and there's he would have more of a reason than Luna. I would say, but I was I was I thought this the years that they've known Liam that he wasn't even thought of for a um an invite but the logans carter all these other people <laughs> were were able to get an invite mm-hmm. I, I mean i don't know he i don't he didn't really have i never really felt like he had a relationship with Eric like that and he's at odds with hope and thomas um I, that i think that would have been uncomfortable having him there while all of that drama was going on in the background and Luna is dating RJ, and she's been working with Eric, so I I could kind of understand why she's there. Yeah, well, 
child, I just want this storyline to be over. I'm 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 done. Just like I'm over Adam and Sally, I'm over this one too. Yeah, Let's move on. <laughs> you got your Christmas miracle. He woke up saying Merry Christmas and then we saw um what's that dude's name? Belle and all the rest of the crew saying happy holidays. All right, cool. Fine. <laughs> There's no episode on Monday, by the way. So yeah. Let's move on. But I think we covered everything. I believe so. Yep. All right. So let's get to our final two segments. Who flipping the script and who's taking several seats? So for the young and the restless, flipping the script, who you got? I I got Nate. Mind your business. If if they don't care, if if you don't, if they don't care, you don't care. As simple as that. And and if you want to use your, your doctor skills, become an actual doctor again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. What you got, uh, Keish? I'm agree. Nate Nate was my flip the script. I wish he would have just walked on by Nikki and not acknowledged or said anything. Just minded his business because that family has thrown him uh thrown him away basically. So why do you care? Mm-hmm. Um, my flip the script was when Audra talking about you've been using me. I'd be like, sweetheart, we've been using each other. Stop. <laughs> Just stop. Come on now. You were you originally you broke up with me and got back with me all of a sudden. You weren't using me? Yeah, okay. So it would have been my flip the script. What y'all got for bold? Um <laughs> Uh, my flip for bold is as soon as Brooke was finishing reading the Bible, I was hoping she would go into a praise <laughs> dance or at least <laughs> or the choir come out <laughs> or she performed shackles. <laughs> Just really get into that gospel spirit. That would be my flip for Brooke. <laughs> what you got, Keish? Mine would have been when Steffi walked into the CEO office bribery to go to the hospital that she would acknowledge the day and ask him if he wants to go as well. Gotcha. My flip the script would have been when um, Zende was in that office talking about RJ and I would have had him ask, give me several reasons why you think your son, besides him being your son, would make a better designer than me. To do Eric's final collection. I agree. Highly. He, and it would have been crickets in that room. Yep. I agree with that. Because only reason that Ridge is doing this. Is because it's his son. With nepotism yep. all up and through there. Yep. So that would have been my flip. Alright who's taking seats. For Young and the Restless. Uh, Christine's wig. Oh my gosh! It it was it was his own person. I did not need to see it this week, but you know what? She made a standout performance in that one episode. So. <laughs> That's but, <fine>. <laughs> but Christine's wig and Nate can take a seat. Uh, he, yeah, he should have just stayed out of it. I was a little disappointed. He kept 
pushing. Just leave it alone. <laughs> okay. What you got, Keish? Um, I think Phyllis can take a seat for being. I don't know what the word is for. I I don't want to say she was being pathetic because it, it was just like when she was leaving um, Daniel's house and she's like, "Are you coming, Christine?" It's like, why are you checking for what this woman is doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if Danny wants you, he'll let you know. So she can have a seat for being. I'm just gonna say pathetic because she was being pathetic in that scene. Mm. Um, and then Diane and Kyle can also take a seat. Mm, okay. Well, I got Devon taking a seat. It's like, dude, really? Let the you know. I I know he decided to, but that man had to jump through ten hoops just to get to that to that point. Like, chill out. That was between him and Ashley. Y'all need to stay out of their business anyway. Y'all came in on the wrong foot yourself. So stop it. Um, and then. Audrey, my girl, my dear, you need to take a seat. Seriously. And Nikki, too, for she fall down. Because she been... <laughs> Nikki gonna been a hurt herself drinking up in them stairwells. I don't know how um, she made it, but the slur, everything. I agree with you on that. She is doing a great job, by the way. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, she is, but she needs to, Nikki, you need to take a seat. That girl gonna be <laughs> fell down somewhere. I'm, I'm already drunk. What's it to you? <laughs> I'd be like, uh, Nikki, come on now. Let me, let me. And Jordan was cracking up. Jordan was cracking. Jordan was that was That was the line of the week. Jordan uh. was rolling. Girl, please. Somebody need to get that girl some coffee so she can sober up. And the thing is, let me give Victor a seat too, because he was sitting at that bar when his wife was wandering around town drunk. Like, Nate just told you your wife is drinking. She snuck off and you go and sit at the GCAC bar? Yeah. Of all places. And, And you have liquor all through your house. And he got exactly somebody need to get you for having all that booze up in your front room and at the office. What'd you say? I said, and at the office, and at the office, there's booze all over the place. That's crazy to me. No uh, wonder that go ahead. No wonder that place is unstable. Everybody's drunk for the most part. No one can keep a stable position. There's a lot more liquor than there are people holding those positions at New Media. Girl, or New Enterprises. Who you telling? <laughs> um, who's taking a seat on bowl? That's funny. Mm. So somebody said Brooke and her reading that Bible need to take a seat. <laughs> Carter can take a seat for saying that Eric doesn't play favorites. Because that's a lie. Oh, that! Oh, like the lie detector just determined that was a lie. That's a lie. Straight up lie. Um, Hope can also take a seat for saying to Brooke, "You're doing what you always do, Um, not thinking about yourself and thinking about other people." Right. Like, girl, no. (laughs) Another lie. That line was not believable. Oh my goodness! What you got, Bree? Uh, 
taking a seat would probably be Ridge and RJ. I think that's just the way that they've just mistreated Zendaya. Like, I felt really bad for him. If, if anyone I feel bad for, it was Zendaya this whole week. Um, you, you don't have to treat your sister's son this way. And I think Ridge needs to kind of come to grips that that's your sister's son you're treating this way. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I'm interested to see is how Thomas reacts to the choice of RJ, just RJ and Ridge working on the line. And, I, and how he would react to, like, does he feel like that their mistreating yeah. would be unfair to Zenday? Or is he going to, is, is it just going to be like, you know what, Zenday? They're not doing it to hurt your like. Is he going to make excuses too? Mm-hmm. Because so far he's made excuses. When Zenday walked in um, to the design room a couple weeks ago and was up in arms, it was about it was before he found out about Eric. That one scene where he's up in arms about um, RJ. And, you know, yeah, I, I agree with that about. one. You know what I'm talking about? That one scene. And both Hope and Thomas were like. You know, let it go. Yeah, we're not like that. Yeah, when when Zenday was um, when he found out about um, RJ working on the collection at first, I remember that, and then he, they they hold yeah. funds for for the future. I remember that. I, I, yeah, it was. I didn't like mm-hmm. that at all. I, yeah, and I I don't know if maybe they they only reacted that way because they knew that he didn't know about Eric, and they thought you know it's not. That's why it's not a big deal because he's doing it for for Eric and that's what Eric wanted. Mm. But I wonder if Thomas will still have those same feelings now that everybody knows what's going on. Um, is he going to still feel that same way or is he going to kind of shift the way he thinks about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say my take a seat for bold is RJ. It's just like, dude, uh, and Ridge too. I just that whole scenario is just sucks to me. The way they treat him and like Keisha was talking about with Thomas being in the mix. That dude designing has been top tier when it came from hope to hope for the future. Right. And then you also got Zenday who got experience. He went to school for this, all this, and then you gonna sit up there and just ice them out. Right. Over uh, over RJ, who barely picked up a pencil for the last 60 days. Because he's been picking up his phone to take Instagram photos and and a social media star. So that's just, that's very irritating. You know what I loved? And I would say, like, my star of the week is the actor who plays Zenday. And I know I used to get on him for like, we only saw him in the credits, but this guy is a talented actor. And when he was sharing his adoption story, that really made me feel for him. Like I knew this, but the way he told it, it was like, and this is the same person that Ridge is icing out. Yeah. That that really hurt me. But like talented actor, the emo- like real emotion, real like star of the week for mm-hmm. sure. Gotcha. They need to get him a lot more than what they've been giving him. Yep. I think they are. The way they're writing him, because he's in like two different separate storylines now. They are going to use him. I hope so. And plus, he's in great shape. I saw that too. Oh, wow. (laughs) 
Yeah. Okay. So we got some um some stuff in this chat. Um. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Oh, Delmonica said Jordan's wig need to take a seat. CC <laughs> said Phyllis can take several seats. Um. Hold on. Ashley Jasmine says Ashley need to take a seat. Chickens coming home to roost. Uh, Melissa said Audra is too busy laying down to take a seat. Um, oh, yeah, she went there. Go ahead, Melissa. You went there, girl. Um, I Sky says Bill need to take a seat for putting a Bible in the script for book to read. <laughs> Jasmine said RJ need a seat for thinking he's a designer. She also said Maroney Ridge need a seat for the way he treating Eric's kids. Facts. Yep. <laughs> Ron Julian says my flip for bowl would have been when Eric woke up. He thinks that he was married to Sheila Carter. Oh my God. <gasps> that would have been perfect. I'm sorry. Oh wow. That would have been perfect. Could you imagine he woke up thinking he was married to Sheila Carter? Oh, yes. Goodness. Um, Ron Julian also said Tucker and Nate need to take a seat. Tucker? Okay. Um, Ron says Phyllis and Danny need to take a seat for being petty. Uh, Shabrita said Thomas is the black sheep. He isn't going to rock the boat. He will just enable Ridge's decision. Thomas knows he's not the golden child. Facts. That's why I feel like he should do the opposite. Because he knows how it feels. Who is the golden child? Would it be RJ or would it be Steffi? Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it would be. Uh, so Steffi is definitely Bridget's favorite child. Yeah. With Taylor. However, because RJ is Rook's son, I think he's like the ultimate golden child because it's working rage. And everybody loves working rage. Yeah. So he's going to be put up there on that pedestal. Um, I Sky says RJ take a seat at the piano and now he's an artist. <laughs> Y'all saw that too. I was like, oh, he plays music too? Okay. Wow. Uh, Luna need to take a seat alongside RJ and, John, and, and Donna. And Aditha and Dewan is saying Steffi is the golden child. Yeah, I agree with that. Yep. So, wow, we had a good one. We went two hours, y'all. Yes, it was a lot of fun leading up to Christmas. Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully, you guys have a good one. You made it to where you're supposed to be, Keish. I have an hour left. Oh, okay. Well, it was oh. good. We helped you through it. Make sure to drive safe, please. Mm-hmm. I will. Are you um, doing Christmas at your house, Bree? Um, yes, I have a couple of family members over, but to be honest, like most of my family is spread out. Oh, okay. Um, so I have family members in Indiana, but most of them are older now. So, oh, okay. That's it. It's just gonna be a few family members down here, but can't wait for the new year. That's my favorite holiday is New Year's. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah, I'm not much of a Christmas person. Okay, got but it. I, I like New Year. Mm-hmm. Y'all what got are you doing? Oh, my kids is here. 
So, and right uh, now they're gone because they're out hanging with their friends that they left when they relocated. So it's quiet right now. And you enjoy that peace right now. <laughs> exactly. They were playing music in here earlier. So, yeah. But, um, and then we're going to do a couple things. Um, there is light shows down on Lake Michigan and there's illusion room like an art thing so we it's some stuff that we're gonna do over the weekend um i gotta take presents uh well me and my boyfriend we have to do our gift exchange and you guys i did find some gifts because i know i asked y'all for some help in the group chat so i did you know find some stuff so i appreciate that um and uh yeah pretty much that's it and I don't go back to work till Wednesday. So I'm good with that. Oh, very nice. Girl, yeah, I work Wednesday and Thursday. And then I'm off again until the following Wednesday, January 3rd. <laughs> yeah, I go back on the 3rd. You go back on the what, 7th? The 3rd. The 3rd, oh, okay. January 3rd. Yep. I think I'm the same, too. Yep. Cool. All right, you guys, have a wonderful Christmas. There are no soaps on Monday, none. So um, it'll be back up on Tuesday through Friday. Um, I'm going to see what spoilers they have come out. I'm going to try to squeeze them in amongst all the festivities this weekend. So if it's not early Sunday, I'm going to try for it like I usually do. But... um, you know, stay tuned for that. But other than that, you guys have a wonderful, happy holidays, and we will be back. Y'all, uh, Keish, you working next week, or are you going to be on? I, I'm i off all next week, so I'm, I'm going to be here at my, my dad's house. So you'll let me know if you'll be available? Mm-hmm. Okay. Be I'm and not then, sure we'll be on Friday. Uh, I got to check with Trish and see if she'll be back. But if not, you available, Bree? Bree? Yes, 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 I'm free all week. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right, I'll let you know. All right, you guys, have a good one, and we'll talk to you next week. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Night, guys. Good night. Thanks for joining us this week on CBS Soap Dish Recap. Make sure you check us out on our Facebook group at The Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, Long Haul, Die Hard Fans Group. We are 29,000 strong and we would welcome you. Also, never miss an episode. You can check us out on other platforms such as via RSS so you'll never miss a show. Also on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and more. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, give us a rating. If you simply want to tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. We're signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.